0: Hello, Sound Seekers. Welcome to another installment of Sound for Thought, the greatest podcast you just recently heard about from a friend of a friend. This episode features a absolutely wonderful chat with my dear friends Luke Colhane and Jake Marino better known as the world-renowned LA-based rock duo, Vaudeville Revival. They are former bandmates of mine and actually helped me get this whole Redefining Records thing started, so this one is extremely special to me, and I hope you all enjoy it. I gave them both a single beer to drink during this recording, and so naturally, they were completely wasted. Fortunately, we did manage to talk about a whole bunch of really good stuff, including their new album, which is called Free Dirt. We talked about the whole DIY process of making, releasing, and promoting your own music. We talked about their biggest fan, Lorraine. Sports and politics were mentioned briefly, and Jake also describes the euphoric feeling of completely nailing a live show. So, best of all, they left it up to me to decide which tracks off their new album you will hear in this episode, so I picked my two favorites. The first one is called All The While, which you're going to hear right now. Check it out on Spotify, follow Vaudeville Revival on Facebook, Instagram, all the social media things. You know what to do. You're on the internet. So... Without further ado, let's listen to some music. The Sugar Boys. Hi. Hello. Hello. You want to introduce yourselves? Yes. My no. name is Luke.
1: I'm Jake, and we are Vaudeville Revival. <laughs> We're
2: Woo! supposed to say it at the same time. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We have an album. By this point, it should be on Spotify. If you want to hear what we sound like before you hear this or after, I guess, please check us out. Vaudeville Revival. V-A-U-D-E-V-I-double-L-E. Revival. The album is called Free Dirt. I wanted to plug that at the beginning. Thank you, Andrew, for letting me just scream that Oh Well, well, holy shit.
0: I didn't actually know the name of the album yet, so I was like, ooh, Free Dirt. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, yeah, good plug. Get it out of the way right away. Well, the first one, we're going to do it like 10 times. All right. That's what we established. Uh, Oh, yeah. Um, So, well, you spelled out your name (laughs) (laughs) because some people don't know the word very well, the first word at least. Can you give a little backstory on the band name? People always love the band name story. I mean, yeah. Okay, so it's the classic. You don't have to. If so you for people, don't for peop- have anything interesting to I'll share.
2: Also, also, I'll say this for people who have, are not who don't make music with their friends and aren't part of the whole like backyard music scene, so to speak. If you're not in that camp, you don't get it. But everyone else who is in that camp knows. Whenever you hear anything that remotely, you know, resembles a band name or what could hypothetically be a band name, you just scream band name. Or you're just like, that'd be a good band name, right? Oh yeah. So at least for me, I was compiling a list mm-hmm. and, uh, and that was, I, I was trying to get some in, input from people, but also it's the one I like most on the list. Uh, my take on it is that it kind of, you're trying to evoke that sense of evoke the sense of like showmanship, um, that like from the vaudeville era, of course, it's not like, you know, we don't have like gimmicky acts. We don't do blackface. I do make that clear. <laughs> That's good. I mean,
0: you're doing at least that much right. if right, You're yes, so exactly not doing blackface. Right. You're succeeding at one thing right. for sure. I am
1: proud to declare 0% <laughs> blackface in Vaudeville revival
0: shows. Yeah. I'll give you a record deal for that. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the album a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, um, we've been working on this for the better half of like a year now. Um, Uh, the album mostly makes up of demos that we've already released, um, on the interwebs via like YouTube and SoundCloud and stuff. But we've been, uh, hesitant to be on like, you know, the actual streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple for a while, just because, I mean, especially when you listen to the demos now, and I I think we did make the good choice of staying away from the streaming platforms at first. just because yeah because when you hear the demos they are just very amateur i mean they're they're demos so
0: yeah we didn't want to throw are. demos
1: on like spotify and stuff um but we've uh, really honed in and spent a lot of time mixing and mastering our own shit and uh we've gotten a, a lot better at sounding good so oh, yeah yeah so how it's much a,
0: how much time do you think oh god
1: Ooh. um i mean it's Roughly, where I, I was spending at least at least like six hours a day for a while, um, mm. before and after work, um, just re-recording and and mixing that shit. And yeah, it was it was a fun process too, because you know it's just like I don't know with with a lot of things like music, it's like you're just really bad at something, and then one day you're just good at it. At least that's how it is for me. Like either practicing like techniques on guitar or whatever, or like mixing. It's kind of like you don't know how to get a sound, and you try really hard at it, and then one day it just kind of happens, and it's a very rewarding experience, I guess.
2: And back to the whole, I mean, when you were talking about, you know, deciding to to wait to put it on Spotify, that was kind of a weird thing. We are, to be clear, to all the listeners here listening today, how many, Andrew, 10 million listeners about a week? Mm, Like, between 10 million and, like, 30. Wow, 10, okay, wow, even, okay, and that's, okay. Okay. Uh, I better be I better be pretty accurate then. So, well, I was just gonna say if considering what we're doing, it's an independent album. We're not signed to a label, um, so it was kind of the whole thing where it's like, yeah, we initially just kind of spit these songs out just to kind of flesh them out in terms of, in terms of how we wanted them to sound production wise initially with the demos on YouTube, and then we were in this case where or we were in yeah it was kind of like do we put it on Spotify do we wait. And in the moment, like, it would have been nice maybe to say, like, oh, you could kind of traffic some attention to Spotify. Um, but having waited, like Jake said, I think the quality is just... It's noticeably higher. Especially for the songs earlier on that we have redone. It's the most noticeable. It's quite hilarious,
1: honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it, it is... Yeah. A-, A being it, yeah. Well, you mentioned how you're releasing it independently, which more and more people are doing. Um... Especially in the DIY, I mean, that is what the DIY scene is all about. Mm-hmm. But is getting a record deal important to you at all anymore? I mean, it's
1: it's hard to say right now. Well, um, this uh, this is what I'll say. I'll say uh, the
2: main goal for the music and how like it, you know, relates to our lives and our and our lifestyle. Is that if if we could make music a viable option to like live off of, obviously that that's kind of I think that's more or less the the aim that we kind of have in mind here. So if that comes through, being independent and playing live shows and streaming and getting music, you know, put up on TV shows or you know, wherever we can push it out. If that means that route, that would be just as good I think as getting signed. So long as it's kind of they're both headed toward that that bigger goal of you know
1: trying to live off it ideally. And- Getting signed to a record label is kind of a weird thing now because, I don't know, like, back in, I don't know, like, the 70s or 80s where the, you know, the barriers to entry were way different for making albums and making music in general. You needed a record label to do anything. But now it's, like, you can make the music on your own, you could release it on your own, and you could book shows on your own. You can promote it on your own. You could promote it there, on your there, own. There really is nothing you can't do alone that is true. Yeah, it's just the difference is, like, the, the scope of, you know, like, you know, the finance, you know. Yeah. Like obviously <laughs> And and, it's and be a the connections. Time. There is I mean I will give yeah, I mean, it's, for that, it's, yeah. you're not it's gonna be quite harder to get on like Fallon or something yeah. without a record label than with one. Mm-hmm. Um so just kinda yeah. It's it's hard to scope out whether being on a record label would be beneficial or not. Mm-hmm because they take so much of your money too that you make which Yeah, is,
0: most of it right <laughs>
1: most of it yeah For,
0: well that, that, that especially
1: now now record labels like kind of sign you to 365 deals or 360 deals or whatever. I don't know basically they take cuts out of your touring money too which is something that's Yikes. pretty new in the music industry so
2: yeah but either way I mean the ultimate I mean the, the thing you need regardless of whether or not you do the label route is still is you know ears is fans. I'm sure you know, as a, as a fellow content creator, Andrew, I'm sure you, it's, it's that weird thing now where it's kind of like, it almost doesn't really matter the source of it. It's just, can you attract that many views or listens or, you
0: know, whatever medium, you know, you're working with? Yeah. It's an attention economy. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's more valuable. I mean, that's the most valuable commodity basically is like, do you have attention of other people? Which, and you mentioned promotion, promoting on your own. It's kind of a topic I wanted to cover. It's like, how do you go about promoting your music as an independent artist? What role? Obviously, the internet and social media plays such a massive role now. What are your strategies?
1: Oof.
2: I, I
0: mean, mean we're yeah. still
1: trying to figure that out as we go along, too. But I mean, part of it is, is like, as far as promoting, you kind of do, kind of got to got to think of gimmicks and stuff like that because. Oh, yeah. Nothing works better than a cheap gimmick. Well, but, I mean, um, even yeah.
2: even today. So there, I, there's like there's a social there's like different heads of it, right? There's like social media, um, there's just like more broader means of advertising. But for social media, we're at this point. I think we're going to get several bands and artists that we personally know to kind of cross promote to where in the next week, kind of say, hey, over the last year or so, we've met these people. They're cool. Check them out. Maybe Magic Fingers... Yeah. ...would like to... Maybe we could make something happen there. Because, yeah. we'd love to throw 100%. Out, yeah, we'd love to put out a name, a picture, some music, say, hey, check them out, just so that when the album drops, we want to divert as much, you know, attention and traffic toward our album. But big thing is social media... Gimmicks are going to be a part of that for sure. Playing shows—that's uh, not really marketing per se, but if to get fans, people have to see you. So just mm-hmm. any exposure
1: you can get. We mm-hmm. have right, a few funny. tricks up our sleeves too that we haven't really. Yeah, we're waiting.
2: Out. We're, out we're sitting on a few tricks yeah.
0: that, yeah. So that's intriguing. But yeah, I mean, I like what you were saying about the collaboration. I mean, that's an idea I had as well for a uh, possible use for redefining records mm-hmm. as this, like a little bit of a. You know, a name that you can use to just create kind of a a collective of sorts, mm-hmm. where you can do cross promotion. Okay. So I'm definitely down to discuss that more.
2: Well, yeah. So I mean, let me let me ask let me ask you then. So for for redefining records, like all these bands you're you're in you're in cahoots with who who you've been able to talk to over the last few weeks. Like, mm-hmm. did they ever repost? You know, redefining
0: records content. Do you see that? You know, your brand name is coming out there or well it's still a little early on in the kind of relaunch we're doing should right. write the podcast I mean this is going to be like episode four um so yeah, it, yeah. you know I can't give you like numbers or anything <laughs> but I definitely feel like the people I talk to are interested in the same thing that you just described and I would be interested in helping facilitate that
2: oh yeah well, as, as previous contributors, as Jake and I are... Oh, yeah, your inventory. founders.
3: <laughs> Co-founders. Founding members,
2: baby. But I, I would love to... You know, we ought to do some time. I'm still down, I think, two years ago, at least. We did... Maybe was three years ago now. But the uh, album of the... Or the, the rank order of the albums on, on, on the... What was the...
1: New Year's Eve? Yeah, it was like New Year's Eve. We did that would be
2: like early in the, the day, year. New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. That would be a fun... Th- I'm down we to kind of... We can all throw our list out and see what... <laughs> I'm down to do that again. We should right?
1: review our own album. Ours is
0: gonna be number one of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: of course. Seven point um, three out
0: of ten. Oh man. Okay. It was well, okay. Well, um, one topic that I always like digging into with this podcast, obviously, is is childhood experiences mm. with music. Whoa. So you can take turns a little bit and explain what your what your childhood was like musically, what your parents introduced you to, and such.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. So um. I mean, some of my earliest childhood memories are uh, falling asleep to the sounds of like the best of Bruce Springsteen and the best of Bon Jovi and uh, such another classic 80, 80s uh, acts. Um, yeah, I don't really know what got me into music. I just kind of remember always being into it. Um, like in elementary school, I'd watch a lot of like VH1 classic and like MTV and stuff. Um And yeah, like as far as musical tastes, I kind of, it was, it was very extreme early on, like in third grade, I was really into Marilyn Manson and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fifth grade, I was super into like Velvet Revolver, you know, I was very, very, I was a very rock and roll kid. Um, I didn't really get into any bands I still listen to now until like mid middle school, you know, when I started getting into like Alice in Chains and like Tool and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I started playing guitar around third or fourth grade, and that kind of steered me more, even more into rock and roll than I already was. Um, and yeah, I mean, as far as like music in the family, my family's not musical at all. The musical tastes that me, my dad, and my mom have are quite different.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the number of bands that we all like, um, like collectively, is you probably count it on two hands hmm so but yeah i mean that's kind of
2: my childhood musical but, but but on that venn diagram there is there is that overlapping space
1: there are some like some, bands like, that, some ba- like well throw some names out here let's, yeah, let's uh, hear well idea. we all went to a cage elephant concert this year KG elephant, that was quite okay. fun okay. um yeah i mean it's just random things like that like I I guess I'd maybe put, like, Foo Fighters on there. I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan, but I do love Dave Grohl and yeah. most things he does, as, <laughs> as most people in the world do.
0: Yeah. Pretty it's likely. kind of, yeah. I but, think, yeah, Luke always says, or one of you is always saying how they need to be the Super Bowl act one year. One yeah, of you that's says, probably like, me. It's probably you. Yeah, right? I agree with it. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a no-brainer.
2: Like, yeah, it's yeah. one of those
0: bands that are like, everybody, nobody hates the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Nobody does.
2: And yeah. They have to fill, what? 12 and a half minutes or something. That's yeah, they a play like set. three and a half hour shows every and night. On stage. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. All right, Luke. All right, well, okay, so... Mm. It's interesting, as you, you were kind of mentioning some of this, but I was trying to look at or trying to just think about what I was doing or the, the, hmm, the music I grew up around and how that shaped what I think of music and how I create music now. And in some sense, there's always that mysterious element of, like, there's plenty of influences that I feel like I picked up along the way, that as yeah. I kind of continue doing stuff, you're like, oh, I didn't even like that. But then you're like, oh, but you see that in how you interpret music, or how you create music, or, th- you know, things like that, when you're, like, interesting. And uh, so I'll, I'll get into, I'm speaking kind of vaguely here, I'll, I'll get into specifics. So I guess early memories with music... Um, my sister it's, it's mostly it's my sisters and my parents so I'm the youngest in the family I have two older sisters so it's my, it's like what they listen to and what my parents listen to so I was always I was like uh, that douchebag uh, oldies kid that the YouTube comment sections are now filled with so the <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but 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 with that and you know it goes back and forth because it's funny because you realize as you get older like oh there's plenty of bad old music just like there's bad good new music. Yeah. And it's it's tricky because you know you, I don't know. Sometimes I would kind of push back against the music. Maybe my sister Rachel, my oldest sister, would listen to, um, but you still kind of see those influences. Kind of see see their way into how I, you know, interpret music now or create music.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But anyway, so earliest memories are like. Yeah, mom and dad doing, like, you know, the Beatles and 80s music and the classic things from their eras. They're born in, like, they're, like, early 60s kids. So, you know, that kind of, like, you know, late 70s, early 80s kind of vibes. But then also my my family's pretty musical. My parents met at a church choir. uh, And then I remember at an an early age, Rachel used to, my older sister, used to harmonize to the songs in church. Um, and not even like part of the church choir, just kind of like at the pews with the congregation. And then I kind of just picked up on it. Cause it's like, you hear it's, it's kind of like a pattern recognition thing where you hear someone else do it. Yeah. So you start with, I was always, I remember you start with the very last note is to, you know, especially in a Catholic mass would typically resolve. Right. So you're in the last, the tonic, you come back to it, at the very end of the song and then you just pick the third on top of that. Right. So it's kind of like starting to do that. And, of course, it goes from just that last note to you start building melodies. And then by high school, I was in uh, choir. Um, yeah, I was in, I was in the Honors Choir at, at, my, at Edison High School. And then from there, it was yeah, it was choir and, and the high school rock band that the three of us, dead-end friends, the three of us were all in. So, uh, that yeah, that was more or less the... And it's weird because it's like you had a weird mix of like my sisters, uh, my oldest sister especially, she did musical theater, and there's, there's like enough jazz around the house. It wasn't like we were like a jazz family or anything, but like definitely like a choral director in high school was throwing a lot of jazz out. My parents did listen to some jazz and so there's like a little, a tinge of jazz in the upbringing, tinge. but nothing more than that. And then it's more like, of course, like choir stuff is like choir stuff in high school. Of course, you know, we grew up Catholic, Andrew, you and I, so yes. it's like the very much you get the whole, uh, chor- uh choral thing. Kind of along with an answer, but, and it's weird, but my, my point earlier on was kind of like, if you look at the music we're making now, it's weird because the things I think I like and things I don't like, it's always weird how that fits in the context of what you make, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like the stuff you, you make isn't even necessarily the stuff you like the most, but of course you're not just making the music you like to listen to by other artists when you're making music. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of a weird point. And you make No, music, I
0: mean isn't a weird like thing? Like you guys wouldn't make hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Even that's though exactly. You I'm not going to enjoy greatly, yeah. you know, by certain artists. <clears throat> yeah, just your, your abilities have to match also.
1: It's funny, especially like, you know, when you improvise musically, just like some of the stuff that's just embedded in you that you've listened to for so long that maybe you don't even listen to that. Like I don't listen to too much Alice in Chains anymore, but I still I still like them and they hold a very special place in my heart, but mm-hmm. you know, when I play things, especially like improvising, it just, I could hear it just so embedded in my like, in my musical DNA. It's yeah, just, it it's, it's in there. No, yeah, I mean,
2: exactly. Like, <laughs> it's funny. But of course, what, what is interesting is if you take something, like for me, it was maybe musical theater was the thing most where I'm like, I, I don't like musical theater. Like, for the, for the most part, of course, there is really good musical theater too, so I don't want to just bag on the whole. Genre, if you could call it that, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's a little bit, it's even kind of different than like what people typically, the you know, popular conception of like music when you say listening to music, yeah. Though people do listen you, to
0: yeah, you can listen to the soundtrack. soundtracks. soundtracks, yeah. right?
2: Exactly, but even then, it's like there's like bits of that kind of creep in sometimes, either in shows or whatever, where I just think like, okay, like, you know, that either in, in yeah. the performance of it, but also even just like the stylistically, the way like. The way the songs kind of flow, there's a certain flow to musical theater songs, like Broadway show tunes. Yeah, that's pretty concise and clean. That I do kind of like how, like the arc of the of the of the actual structure of the songs. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. my point is, yeah, like Jake is saying, like the smaller things you always find kind of creeping in to how either you create the music or or for Jake especially improvising, he's yeah. better than I, so I can't speak. It's not not quite as direct for my
3: <laughs> answer.
2: Yeah, musicianship. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. And so that, you know, kind of summarizes how you got here. What are you listening to now that influences you? Oh, Who are your favorite? You know,
2: Andrew, current? you're going to answer that question first because that's a hard Quiet. question.
0: Well, and- I'm not here to ask easy questions. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I kind of hate start. that question. Go Just ahead. what are you listening to now? Yeah. Right Just-
1: now, I'm on a huge like Ariel Pink uh, mm. kick. I think I told you that last time I was mm-hmm. I was down in Huntington. I um, did, yeah. listening to an ungodly amount of uh, Ariel Pink right now. Um, I guess uh, I'm listening to a little bit of uh, R. Stevie Moore. He was, uh, was kind of one of the big influences on Ariel Pink as well, um, which is how I'm listening to him a little bit. Um, yeah, I've, I'm just kind of in this huge like indie um, binge right now. Uh, I'm listening to Whitney a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, their new album was, was pretty good. It's got like a little nice. bit of like, that band, the band influence in there, so yeah. that was pretty cool. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of all over the place, but those are kind of that's kind of the the vibe I've been feeling. Nice,
0: right? Yeah, it doesn't have to, this isn't, yeah. to be like a profound answer. I still feel just just like pressured.
1: Right. Okay, well that's okay. I'll throw <laughs> He's some. Got his
2: Spotify I had I had up. to. Some <laughs> people can't see. I had to fucking open up my phone to go to Spotify just because it's so. I this answer this question pressures me all the time because people do say, "Oh, you make music. What do you listen to?" Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of scrambling where it's like if people say what do you like there's easy answers for that because you can kind of like you know you can kind of construct your answer over time and just spit out some names but now it's like oh geez so anyway my spotify is telling me at least indigo girls definitely have been hitting them i saw them at a show recently in la so there's a few albums of theirs that are pretty cool especially like later 90s stuff so it kind of but in that weird era for us, at least, because we're we're all '90s kids, so it's kind of yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like some of the '90s stuff kind of gets lost sometimes when it's just like at least for I was. I don't know about you guys. I wasn't super exposed. I mean, there's like you hear Nirvana and you know the the big hits, but yeah. '90s music kind of gets under the sheets. That maybe otherwise, if it was like '70s stuff, you'd probably hear just anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Indigo Girls, uh, Elton John, Britney Howard.
1: No, oh, that that yeah, new album was pretty good. Yeah, that yeah, yeah I, I wanna, enjoyed it. Yeah, like. Shout out to Brittany Howard. Um also our uh, good Robert friend. Glasper, our yeah. good friend Brittany Howard. <laughs> also that Robert Glasper mixtape is pretty I Oh, did you? I haven't too. listened to life, yeah. it? I haven't
0: listened yeah. to it yeah.
1: Real good. Got Chris Dave on there, mm-hmm. Derek Hodge. Got a... Uh, what's his face? Mick Jenkins on a song or two. Oh yeah, I like McShoes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good guests on yeah. there. But, nice. Yes,
2: We ought to have more guests on our uh, well I mean yeah, I guess, and and future projects. We have a lot of stuff we could do, or can yeah. do, will do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's yeah. that's some music. So let's uh, reference the album again, <laughs> please. Uh, Free, Dirt on, Free Spotify, Dirt on Spotify now. <laughs> um, no, I do have an actual question, and I'll make it more specific. A lot of times, a question I like to ask. You know, a lot of times. This is the fourth episode. Um, I like to ask what is your favorite song that you've written so we could specify what's your favorite song from free dirt okay um no easy questions oh
1: yeah i'm gonna pull up the the set there the Uh, we're all we're cheating we're pulling yeah we're cheating uh my default just wants to go to a song world falling apart um it's well one it's it's one of the more recent ones that we wrote Mm -hmm. prior to releasing it yeah. Um, Two. It, Production-wise, it's probably one of our more interestingly produced songs because just it, it samples like the first half of the song and becomes its own little thing at the end. and It's very climatic at the end. Um, uh, Duchess of Time. I like that song a lot too. It's the so chords weird. are are real nice. And the writing's really good the, too. The, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lyrically, I would say probably. You know what? I actually do like the lyrics a lot to "All the While" for some reason. Yeah, me too. I think it hits me in the feels. Um, and then, yeah, "Duchess of Time" they're pretty good. One million lyrically is pretty. Like one million. Gold falling apart. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, only we'll, heard. A few. We'll show you. Yeah, we'll yes. show you all the uh, the exclusive songs that. Yeah. These people, well, they could hear it probably now once it once it gets released, but. Yeah. There you go. I'll probably have
2: to, I agree with most of what
1: Jake said, I'm
2: pretty on board with. I do like, I think, uh, World's Falling Apart, as Jake mentioned, I think production-wise, it's the, not the busiest, but maybe, I hesitate to say the most interesting, but I think if the layperson were to listen to it, they might say that, production-wise, just because Mm -hmm. it's not maybe it stands out the most in our body of work or like in our, in our, in our album, <laughs>
0: <laughs> in, in our, R- in F- our discography. <laughs> yeah. But
2: it's, it's probably the most different, maybe at least production wise. Yeah. So there's something popping about that. Um, but just like songwriting, songwriting in terms of like how the words fit the melody, fit the chords, like those three, like, you know, meat and potatoes of the song. I'd probably give it to uh, one million's. One million's pretty damn good. I do. I like how everything about that song is cool, and I think so often songs with interesting time signatures can feel a little forced, but that one kind of just like it, it it's, it's right what it needs to be, and it's not, you know what I mean, it's not forcing, you know, the time signature to be unique. It's not like, oh, they're trying to make a funky little song. Uh, but yeah, I think that one fits. I like how the words and the lyrics and the melody and the chords and the timing, it all hits in a really sweet spot. I do like that. I'm a sucker for Death of LA because I think that's mm. one of the best written songs in terms of, uh, once again, like, you know, the lyrics and the melody. Yeah. Um, I
0: enjoyed that one.
2: But maybe, I think there's a, if I'm to be critical, like if I, if I were to listen to it, especially now that I've listened to it too many times, I think it's a little too repetitive. So I can see flaws in it now, especially, but melodically at least, not
0: lyrically, but. Yeah. Um, well.
2: But yeah, I so. Mean, you I can guess, always yeah. find flaws. Well, oh man, we could, you could, you could ask us about flaws all day. I think Jake and I
1: could just pick apart each of these songs. Yeah, we've worked you, on this for so long we definitely now that hate it's the whole like, album. <laughs> it's,
2: we don't yeah. like any of it. That's the real answer. Well, I mean, kind of
1: calling back to, to when <laughs> Aiden was on the show, Judd's single project, <laughs> when he was on the show, he kind of said something like, you're never done with your art, yeah. which is, uh, I, I can't agree with that enough. Of um, course, yeah. So every day, if, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of just stopping yourself is when you're done with it. Um, when you're just saying, "Okay, I I can't do this anymore."
0: <laughs> yes. So exactly, it's good enough. Like it's fine, good. yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> well, what's your least favorite song?
2: Oh, that's a hard question, question. and it's maybe a negative not. question. But I think I maybe wasted pages. I think that song kind of grew bitter on me. And it's not. There's like parts in it I actually like. There's like plenty of elements in that song I like, but I think it's kind of the culmination of it that I was never like. For, it never it never got there. We made adjustments and I changed it. And that's one I kind of spearheaded like the songwriting for. And that, I mean, that's probably part of it, too. Is that I do, I'm just like, ah, I never got to where it could have been. Mm-hmm. And I like the lyrical idea, the melody I found was too repetitive. I mean, I, I could tear that song apart if you really gave me the time. But I think that's probably... Let me <laughs> take one more look. That'll probably be my answer. I'm
1: going to go with that. I'm going to say, yeah. Um... I guess I would just say, like, Death of L.A., just because I'm, I'm the least involved mm-hmm. with that song. Probably out of all the songs, I'm the least involved in
0: that. Yes, so it's so like so, just hates it.
1: So it's, it's, like, part that and part just, like, the connection isn't there yeah. with yeah. me on that. I'm but I, I by no means hate that song. I do really like that so song, it especially song lyrically. Writing. But, yeah, I just,
0: yeah. I Fuck would, Death of L.A. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I purposely... As I was a terrible song. Uh, quickly preparing for this interview, I was like, What questions can we do to make you guys really uncomfortable? And mm. I mean that was like kind of one of the first one's like least favorite song. Because it's I a- You are like
1: Luke's flaws as a human being if you want. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Oh, wow. Okay first Let's one is uh-huh. like you guys at home listening can't tell, but Luke just stinks. I smell
2: really he f-
3: bad. He has
1: a foul stench. I haven't showered in three and a half days.
2: Is that what that
0: was? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no, I <laughs> I can't smell him right now. I'm embarrassed to be oh, with him man. right now. He's a joke. Nasty um, guy. So here's here's okay. So these are by no means s- supposed to be taken too seriously. But I take everything seriously. Which one of you is more talented? Uh, <laughs> ta- wait, wait, wait. Can, I, can I ask? Talented at what? open-ended oh geez open-ended oh man you have to decide more talented
2: i'm willing i'm willing to fold to jake um in terms of especially in musicianship that'd be an easy question so i'll I'll, I'll, yeah yeah i'll give give jake talented if it was creative i would i I was was just about to say if it was
1: about creativity i would i would give it to luke so there you go Ah. We're on the same page.
0: Look at us. See how that uncomfortable question just created a nice moment. I feel for you guys. No, no, but, but we we
2: know we know where we're at with everything. I think I don't think there's any. We yeah. We're we're know, at we know each other's, each other's
0: flaws. Yeah. At this point. Pretty, yeah. I mean, you only well. spend almost. All
2: we day, sh- we share we share a room that people listening oh, at yeah. home they don't know but.
1: We share a room together. We wake up. To, I yeah, see,
2: we see each other when we wake up and go to bed. So oh, I yeah. actually
1: stand over his bed until he wakes up <laughs> every morning. <laughs> I stare at him. This is the true. The first thing Luke sees every morning is my beady eyes yep. just looking down he's, on he's him. He's breathing heavily, and they're kind of
2: like, "Yeah." Okay, I'm, I'm pointing
1: him. at him.
0: <laughs> Luke loves it. <laughs> I hope that's true. <laughs> the thought of that is. You really can't enjoyable. prove it's not. I can't. No, I was. I'm not there. But, um, okay, here's another fun one. Uh, if one of you was offered an uh, extremely lucrative Mm. sort of record deal or like management opportunity as a solo artist, would you take it and say, fuck off to the other person?
1: Uh, it depends how much control I have over it. What's the circumstances. Could I still be, like, creative with Luke and stuff like that? Sounds like you're dodging the question, Jake. Mm. I... It, you know
2: what the answer are, no, it, you can't. Depends, you have to
0: leave that. the other one in the dust. How does that... Sh- it's you, hypothetical.
2: You moved, you moved to North Korea to write this
1: album. <laughs> it's hypothetical. Mm. Uh, I just... God, that's that's a hard that's a hard question. And it depends on
2: the terms. I was yeah. I just I can't I know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say there's no deal that wouldn't make me
0: do it. Certain amount of money. There
2: is some deal. I know. But everything, like Jake said, like let's say if it was like full creative control. Are gonna we're gonna, pro- we're gonna promote this album to ends of the earth? Anything you want? Every you know whatever you're gonna play all these tour, all these whatever. And okay, let's and all honestly too. All boats rise with the tide. So if I if I were to become the next top ten, I'm on Spotify's big list. You're telling me Jake wouldn't benefit from that? Like like I there's no of course I you know even, at least by like name dropping and everything yeah. else like it, especially with the album coming out yeah. now, you would say it would be like oh people would dig into me. They'd find our band. You know what I mean? Like now that we're kind of are we're a little bit connected with the whole music thing, it's like. It would be really hard for one of us to be ultra successful with the other one seeing none of that, uh, none of those gains. Right? Yeah. I'll take that Luke drip. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys found it's a great way to avoid down. answering the question.
2: That's yes. Great. And so, yeah, th- there would be a situation in which we'd both say yes. Come on, yeah. Like you telling well, that's me, that's what I'm looking. Yeah, for. of <laughs> course. There's there's some there's some deal out there. We'd both say
0: yes to. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we just. Oh yeah, and I'll, so give you, I'll give I'll give you the answer you want. Yeah, I'll say well, yes yeah. because that's the question I'm asking. Right. Is if it's that deal that not, deal yeah. that is enough money is enough creative control is the thing that you perfectly imagine as what you want but you leave the other person in the dust like never contact them music like they have no association with you the resources you have are at no disposal to them the blue jean committee exactly what, you know. Man. Um, anyway you you've said enough though that's good cool. <laughs> i've yeah i've pushed the button do you ask that to everybody? Else? No, this is the first time I have asked that. You should. No, you know what? Throw that to everyone. Yeah, make I'm trying everyone to ask as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. yeah, ask the good questions. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah. No easy questions. I was like, I actually want to like make you guys uh, freak out a little. Ideally, there I you know. go. Um, so, okay, let's move into kind of the big topic of like, okay. why do you make music? What's the point of doing it? You can answer it individually, maybe first, and then you're obviously a yeah, right, band, so. so there's there's a dual side Can I give question.
2: you the, the Alan Watts answer? Are you familiar with Alan Watts? I mean, I'm familiar with yeah. who he is. I don't know what his yeah, answer so to he's this like, question is. He's like, oh, I don't want to say English. I don't know. He's like bringing Eastern philosophy to like America and the West, and like I want to say the 60s. I'm spitballing That might be like super accurate. I do not know. But who his, whole thing, his whole thing is kind of like it's kind of like life is like music and the earth life is like dancing. I think that's the analogy he uses. And it's the same way with music, right? Where it's kind of like, uh, in terms of how I go about living my life and the things I do, or like wh- why do I do anything? It's kind of like, you know, why should one do anything? It's like, do you just live for complete pleasure? Or are you trying to live the most moral life? Do you believe in a higher power? You know, like, what's, what's like the, the substructure of like, what, why are you doing the things you're doing ultimately? And I kind of like, there is something I like in Alan Watts. I don't agree with everything he says by any stretch of the imagination, but his thing is music or life is like dancing in the sense that the point isn't like one moment or any part of it. It's the point is the doing it. The point is, is the everything. And I think music fits in very well with that where it's like, I'm doing this because you could say I enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Obviously basically, I enjoy.
0: you do it to do it.
2: You do yeah, you do it because if anyone hated activity. music, if they hated the creative process or performing it or practicing it, if, it was, if you hated every step along
0: that route, then you wouldn't, you know, be doing that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, at the beginning of the interview you mentioned, ideally, having a career where you can make music and, and be able to support your life off of the music process, that would be ideal.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that is, but that's also not Second why day. I'm doing it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Where it's like, yeah, of course, I could, I could find other things that would, you know, check that box, but of course, the reason is because I do enjoy the music. But it's like, uh, it's, it's 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 such a love hate relationship. It's funny because I think about it and it's like, I'm doing this because I like it, but there's just so many moments when you're still just unsatisfied with like so much of it. But of course, that's with anything you want to be good, including like, you know, your own life and relationships and everything else where it's like, I want this to be good so bad that like, that's kind of what makes it challenging because you're trying to perfect that, right? Uh Also, I will say as a side note, music is one of those things, it's one of those, I'm like, I'm, you know, we're, I'm 23, I'm younger. (laughs) It's hard to find something that you're trying to perfect in your life right now, where it's like, this is one of those first things that I felt like I want this to be really good. So then it's really hard because when it's not really good, it's like, that hurts, right? Because you're missing and it, it hurts to miss that. And it's like, there's so many other examples when good enough kind of passes, but at least with the art and the music, when you don't get there, it's like, no, like that was, that I missed, that was supposed to be good and it's not good. And it's frustrating because of that. But also the, the opposite side is when you do hit the marks that are good, it is pretty damn gratifying. Yeah. But also, I don't really know what art is, and I haven't heard a good definition, so I don't, to, to some extent, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'll admit that, too. Yeah. But I'll pass on the long-winded yeah. answer. Yeah. Quick follow-up,
0: because I was just off that last point, and you kind of just answered it, but you're, you're talking about you want it to be good. What Who determines what's good? You know?
2: Uh, well, I'd say no one determines it, but it's more of a matter of, of course, I'm I'm striving for my own, you know, what I think is good. <clears throat> good for yourself. And in some sense, I God knows I'll never hit it, probably, which I guess is good, <laughs> there it is again. I guess that's good. I guess that yeah. I don't know. It's, I guess I'm chasing the elusive thing of I want it to be. But no. But I will say also to be fair, I've there's been moments when I do something that I'm like oh that was good. So I've never. It's not that I've never hit, crossed that box off, but it, yeah. You know, it's I don't know. I f- I feel like I'll never be completely satisfied with anything. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's just human nature, J. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Alright, Um,
1: go? I mean I I don't have a lot of interests in things, I feel like. Um, and it's just like like sports, like I like sports, but like when I watch games and stuff, I don't get that emotionally attached to games and stuff. And it's like I like watching TV shows, but I you know, I don't binge watch shows or anything like that. It's just like I don't know. Music's like one of the few things I care about, so it's like I don't know, like, it's it's just kind of the thing I always assumed I was going to do, I feel like, just from a very young age, so it's that's kind of why I'm doing it, it's just one of the most rewarding things I've done, you know, to, to tag along with with Luke's whole, like, when you when you do something and it's not very good, it's just, it makes all the times that you do get to the point where you're good enough way more rewarding that's true because music's just one of the most simultaneously frustrating and rewarding like things you can do i would I, i'm sure it's like that for most other art forms but um, yeah yeah i mean that's that's kind of why i do it just because it's one of the few things i greatly enjoy that's
0: great great
1: answer that's
2: i like great. it you're asking these pretty hard questions. these are pretty hard to, questions. to make my answer really <laughs> brief
1: and deep the point of me making music is it gives my life a point.
0: There you go. There you go. Meaning, Ooh. yes. Yes. Right. You yes. Go. Meaning's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's other podcasts and shows and people who explore kind of the what of music, like breaking down mm. the process Nuts of the, and the song, putting yeah. it together, and like how the how and the <clears> what, <throat> and I'm kind of shooting to get at the why. Yeah. You know.
2: I like that. You know what? Yeah. that's uh, There is plenty of, uh, yeah, there's plenty of like deconstructive podcast with with music now you know what also on that point fuck a lot of these youtube channels now you see them and jake and i bitch about this you'll see these things Hmm. they'll say something like why eminem is a good rapper (laughs) you know why anderson pack makes such good music and then they let's as explain art they, to you they they kind of in some sense they and jake says this
1: it's true it takes the magic away like it yeah. just totally kills the music then you're well, like sometimes they're just wrong too and that's exactly things. right like they just throw musical jargon at an audience that doesn't know anything about like music and so yeah. they just they take yeah. the the audience just takes it as legit
0: but yeah
1: but yeah i agree
2: the most famous <laughs> example I, I could use is, is the christmas chord I think Vox put out this video. And yeah, we talked about this. But yeah, that's good. I mean, I mean, people have already chewed this thing out, so I don't want to beat a dead horse here. But also, that's a great example of like, you know, so, yeah, exactly. Sometimes we're tra- we're so like intent on like, we have to explain every last thing, but it's like no, like because. Children appreciate some of this stuff, and they don't, they can't explain it, but they can appreciate it. And it's that phenomenology that is so interesting about music is that there's something deeper to, it where you don't have to actually say, "Oh, it's because this melody does this when the word says this when that's the underlying chord and that's the bass thing and, and everything hits." Just no, it's like you just feel it, and that's what's that's what being human is. That's
1: why
0: music feeling. kicks
1: ass. Has anyone asked getting. you those questions? Why you do music, and
2: oh
0: what's no, the point of it to
1: you? I mean, I was, can well, I can I ask you that? Well,
0: okay, here's the thing: the last person. <laughs> I interviewed Spencer Hayden, who's got a band called Carney. His episode just released today. He asked me the same thing, like, right after we stopped recording. Mm -hmm. Because Uh, he was like, like, oh, like, I wish I could ask you more questions. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I would like to get my take on these. Of course, the point of it is to interview you. But I was like, "Um, maybe at some point after I've made some progress on, like, creating, you know, interviewing a bunch of people and, and gaining some steam, maybe. Um I'll have somebody do like a guest uh host. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody could guest host and ask me all the uncomfortable questions that I make you answer. Yeah. That's a good idea. So yeah. so that's the idea. And and this is also my way of uh procrastinating answering. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> but I have a pretty damn good answer. Oh it's gonna be uh, the the worst. Worst that. Yeah. it's gonna be
0: the worst. <laughs> um okay, good stuff. I like um Jake mentioned, you know, he likes sports. And not that many other things. Um, one question I do like to ask is what you like, what you enjoy doing besides music, hobbies, oh, passions.
2: Man. I'm a po- lately the last like few years especially. I'm like a political junkie. I love political science, like Ooh. podcasts, and I, I I follow up on like current events. Yeah, but especially like politics. And it's funny because it it really serves me. I mean, like I feel informed, but like that's about the extent of you know. It's not like I'm debating these things ever, or, you know what I am mean? never, like, espousing this somewhere. It's never, like, going anywhere. I yeah. just have all these ideas, and I kind of just, like... Also, it's because you can listen to podcasts, you can, you know, pop in headphones. For me, at work, I can do this. <laughs> so I can just, like, binge on all this stuff. But I guess I like... I, I'm a political scientist, or not, just, like, politics. I like to keep up with politics. Um, I like to cook, and I, I, like nice. to, I like to drink while I cook. And that's a lot of fun. Sometimes I just cook,
0: but ideally. You also drink. I'm drinking while I'm cooking. Yeah. Jake, good. I've, I've heard you're also into cocktails.
1: I was going to say my main hobby right now outside of music is drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've been real good at drinking alcohol re- lately. Jake's pretty good at it, that yeah. Guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I don't know. Uh, just watch TV shows a little bit on the side. And, you know, I, yeah, I don't really have other main hobbies besides music that's about it i'm a i'm a very boring individual jake sucks so. yeah i've been saying that i suck <laughs> overall yeah
2: um he's wearing a banana yellow shirt right now to put how boring he is yes there. but
1: it has george clinton on it that's so true. It's, there is it's a little better george
0: clinton yeah. on his shirt. yeah um so uh who's your biggest fan We have we we have a fan. fan, So I want a non-relative. We
2: have yeah. We have someone who's not someone who knew us outside of the music world, who saw us at a show. Yeah. And she likes our music. <laughs> it's as yeah. simple as
1: that. She's she's a fan. We have, a, we have like at least one on, fan. Like she'll comment on Instagram posts
0: and everything. That's exactly. great. Do you know her name? Do you want to give her a shout-out? No, we can look it up. We can look it maybe. up yeah. right now. Let's look it up and give her a shout-out. Because um, if, yeah. she's, if she is, like, your first real fan... She
2: might. There's a chance she's listening to listening. Not to that this, the so
0: rest uh, of us aren't real fans, but we knew you before, so it's, you know, you're talking about right, people yeah. you didn't know before. Um there's a chance she'll listen to this and she'll be like, holy shit.
2: And I do want to touch on this whole thing with, with, with fans in general, because we've been playing some bars and, and little, little clubs and places, some in orange County, mostly Los Angeles County, like Hollywood area, especially. But like we played this indie show and I'll say, and she was one of the people there, but it's like, what's really cool is like, we played some of these little, you know, rock, you know, small bars and stuff. And, and there's other bands, other people. People watch. That's great. But like people at this tiny, it was like a, a consignment shop or like a record store, kind of a small little shop.
1: Meow meows. But yeah, meow Shout meows. Out to meow in meows in
2: Pasadena. But they, yeah, it's like you go to little concerts like that, and like people, I could feel, I could hear people, not hear, Jesus, I could see people trying to listen to the to the words, and also just like listening to the music, and I loved that. That felt incredible. I loved every bit of that. And, uh, and that's, it's interesting because it just depend on the location and the type of crowd, maybe you
0: can get more fans, but also just it's more rewarding to play things and people yeah. are actually,
3: you
0: know, it's nice to hear you enjoying that. That sounds like one of those things that you might lose as you get bigger. Oh, totally. It's yeah. like big yeah. artists God, complain. I, that. I, you oh, yeah. play big venues and know. you hate God,
1: there's like that, that feeling of when you nail a show, it feels like crack. It's just, it's. One of the best feelings. It does. I don't and, know. And How do you even know what crack crack I feel like, a, like Jake? That is none of your business. This is a music podcast, <laughs> Andrew. Get me on the Crack podcast and I'll tell you all about it. But uh, our fan is Lorraine. So shout out to Lorraine. here, hey, Lorraine. Lorraine. If you're we love you, Lorraine. Yes, you're our
0: biggest fan. For yeah. better or for mm. worse. Yes. All right. Um, where can people find you? Um, um, to follow you, you and listen yes. to you. Is this the last question? Are you? Well, there's one more thing, oh, but this go, is okay. basically the end, yeah. Right, well. Yeah. Unless you think, have okay. something you need to get off your chest. <sighs>
2: I'll just I'll throw it out for the album. So check out Free Dirt now. That's F-R-E-E-D-I-R-T. That's on Apple Music, Hopefully Spotify. Hopefully you know how to spell Free Dirt. What else is it on? Apple Music, Spotify. Everything. You don't Amazon need to music. Amazon Music.
1: Yeah,
0: whatever, Bandcamp, whatever streaming yeah, platform will it probably be on there. Nobody uses the other ones.
1: Yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, it's on there. Yeah. YouTube. Do, if you're listening
2: to this, do us a huge favor and listen to the album and then comment on our most recent Instagram post what band you think, you think that we sound like
1: because we haven't heard any good answers to that yet. Yes, That'd we've, we've asked audiences like at our shows like what do we sound like and they're just like hmm. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, our album stylistically is a little all over the place. Just kind of the fun of it, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that could be a good thing. Um, even yeah. the first question, if you don't sound like anybody, then that generally means you're unique. Which or we're just be bad. Or <laughs> just bad. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd rather be
1: bad than boring, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, there's so much of, of the same thing out there. It's it's because we play with plenty of other bands that like you can kind of already hear, like, oh, that's the camp you fit in. You're just, like, a a D-grade version of that genre, (laughs) right? Yeah. But, of course, sometimes you see bands that don't do that, and you're like, oh, that's a good band, right? Because even regardless of how technically good they are, you can kind of see that, how, like, oh, it's this kind of culmination of influences that that makes them unique. Like, Salty Hearts, I'll put a name out there, they were pretty cool. They they were, like, a surf rock Mm. band, but they were also pretty cool, and they had some stuff that was kind of, like... A little unique. At least, like, yeah, they had some cool stuff. Anyways, nice. my point is that, yeah, I got to, um, this one beer, Andrew, Andrew has me buzzed right now. He's, he's force-feeding us alcohol, making us-
0: Shout, so out, to Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. I knew it was one of your hobbies. Besides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it yourself. Oh, yes. Um, so I gave them one alcoholic drink. A and fine, and now fine they're banquet. It's an IPA, it's two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke's was an IPA, so, <laughs> so. Uh, what are your social medias? Oh, yes.
1: Um, I mean, it's pretty straight. Like Facebook, it's just like Facebook, like Facebook slash At- At- Vaudeville Revival. Revival. Yeah. yeah. Same with, uh, Instagram, um, YouTube, our, our URL link is a mess. Just type in Vaudeville Revival. That's one of the perks of having Vaudeville Revival as a band name yeah. is there's not much stuff that comes up on the Google when you type it in. So we're kind of like one of the first things that you could see when you just type our name in on Google, which yeah. is kind of nice. So it shouldn't be too hard to find us. Nice. Just try. Just try is what That's Yeah, the hard if, you,
2: if you try at all, if you try like <laughs> 2%, you'll find us for sure. Yes. That's the
0: barrier is you yes. have to try. Oh,
2: yeah. have got to cross that barrier. Oh, yeah. oh, good, yeah. good luck making people try it on um, yeah, podcast. You try to convince them, right but... You always listen to podcasts or it's like, check this thing out, read this book, buy this book. You're like, God, I'm trying to like live a life right now. Like I have no time to be yeah. buying books. You so
0: basically like, have to become, for a podcast to be like influential, they need like one of like diehard fans. Yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, if you, if you listen to like every episode of a podcast and I know people get into pod- podcasts like that, certain shows then you start listening to, like, oh, maybe I should check that out because I've liked everything they've ever said. Right. Um, so hopefully. I mean, if this gets you have even, like, one more listen, then oh, I'd say that's success. a success. Right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, that's one topic I talk about a lot um, so far is just that, like, at this level, every single listener or like or interaction is a big deal. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and
2: I want to just throw out here. You, you said something, like, a week ago that was kind of like when people consume the stuff you put out there and it's like different parts of the world world, like weird, weird people who somehow picked up on, on this podcast. Yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, cool. Like that's how cool that is. Even if it's, even if it's only one and ideally everything, this blows up and our music blows up and everything blows up and the meme team marketing blow. you know, like, mm-hmm.
0: ideally when all those things up. blow up. Yeah.
2: But for even if for now it's, it is cool, especially with the attention economy, as you put it. Like with those things going so full force when it's like you're competing against such a huge diverse, you know, load of content or it's like if you could just if you're if you're in someone's niche market, if you fit it in someone's box somewhere, like that's pretty cool. And with yeah. our music, hopefully, I, I think there's an audience somewhere out there that's like that would think our stuff's pretty cool and, and would like our shows and albums and all that. So
1: I'd like to think so, too. Hopefully
2: we, we can <laughs> I, find them. Yeah, yeah,
0: I would also agree. Okay, so, uh, last thing, um, would you do us the honor of recommending slash suggesting slash referring whatever whatever verb you want to use, um, another... One or two or more artists who could be guests on this show. I'll default to Jake because we have a lot of names yeah. between the two of us.
1: Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to Panoramic, uh, my friends. They're a band out of Fountain Valley. Ooh, that's um, good. I was, uh, yeah, very close to you. Um, We're in Fountain Valley right now. I don't have the listen oh, to you know. gave it away. Now they're going to come. Uh, now they know.
0: <laughs> now they know. Uh,
1: but yeah, like I was in a band with uh, Cameron and Robbie who are the drummer and guitarist in that band um at one point and uh they're good friends of mine i love them their music's really cool it's a, uh, it's in the vein of like front bottoms and uh some more of like the emo kind of indie scene that's that's blown up right now um i would say them um i mean should should we give your your sister a shout out well that's yeah if, if i can put i mean and also
2: that you know don't feel i know no part please of you're trying to find people so don't be obligated to dig up these two no, names I would love to I will to shout it. out my sister though as she is part of a she's recording an album right now with a band that I think has no name her name though her artist's name she lives in Santa Monica her name is Ray Cole R A E C O L E but yeah I'm sure I'm sure she she would be interested in, in some self promotion uh who who doesn't but thank you for the chance andrew i want to say it's free promotion yeah i'll
1: take free promotion any day of the week yeah there's also a band called no application fee that we saw a while ago they're kind of like bad bad not good ish i guess but a little more like latin infused stuff uh they're based out of compton i think um but they're also they're pretty cool And, and super nice guys too Nice. So yeah, I'm going to throw, we're going to throw those three Fun, suggestions at you. out there. Yeah. That's
0: good. Three is good. I think, uh, Spencer gave me four last time. Oh, wow. That was man. a lot. Um, everybody before that has done two. I generally ask for like one to two, but only because some people don't know anybody, but like, I have no problem with the more, the merrier, you know, but three good. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you kindly for being on the show. Oh Yeah. Uh, it was a it was, pleasure. It was great to get to know you guys. You know. <clears throat> oh yeah. On this deeper level. I wish
1: I could could ask you more questions. Yeah, I'm man. so so interested in knowing yep. your answers to these questions. But so thank you for wait.
2: thank you for having us on this glorious podcast. Check um, out the album Free Dirt on Spotify, Apple Music. Vaudeville Revival is our band name.
0: Yeah, we're gonna listen to a song right now. Hey. Well, we listened oh. to one at the beginning, and now we're gonna listen to another. Do you wanna? Do you know which one it'll be? Do you want to? Oh God, I don't, but I, I don't know. I don't know. almost, To be honest, I'd rather have you pick whatever you
2: want and just, Ooh. Jake, unless, unless you That's actually like a good move. Depends. Yeah.
0: All
2: you right. do the work well, for Whatever us. you think fits too, because I don't know, yeah, whatever you think the vibe of the whole podcast and the conversation
0: was. All right. Yeah. I love having more power. Oh yes. Oh, yes. That's why yes. I do this. It's God power and Andrew Schultz. Yeah. That's all I care about. All right. That's it. Bye! Wait, let's, um, I like to high-five people, so these are the sounds of uh, a three-way... This is the sound of a three-way high-five. I'm gonna do double hands, ready? Nice. He (laughs)
3: stumbles in, so...